Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. We are still here. We're still here. <laughs> Sorry. We, we, we lied to you guys. Um, I think you were expecting us to do some mini episodes while we're on vacation in Hawaii. And if you checked your podcast feed, you noticed that that did not happen. And I, I, re-listened, I re-listened to the episode, Winnie, and um, it, I feel like this is my fault because I was like, first you were like, we might do some mini episodes and we might do this and we might come to you live from the road. And I was like, we are. And then you started changing it to we are. And so I feel like I'm partially responsible for creating expectations that we couldn't meet. I think we're both responsible. <laughs> I, I think that at the time, it sounded amazing. It did. It did. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, we're on vacation, and I think, like, one of the things I was noticing when we were on vacation is, like, things got not really hectic, but we did a lot, even though we spread it out over two weeks. There was a lot of stuff, and then when we got home, it was kind of exhausting. It was kind of, we just wanted to chill out. Yeah. And, you know, we had a little jet lag. I was doing, before we got to Hawaii, like, we were both in different cities. I was in Milwaukee in L.A., and you are in L.A., so there's a little, you know, of that kind of travel fatigue as well. So there's a lot going on, and I think it, you know, I think we consciously kind of made the decision to be a bit more present during our vacation. Yes. And that's the... The long and short of it. Right. I, I do need a vacation from my vacation, though. <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was a whirlwind. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. A lot of travel. Um, but we're back in New York. It's cold. It's cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's raining today um, after basically being in shorts for two weeks. So it is an adjustment. <laughs> But we are back at apartment four, and we're ready to get into some of these new episodes. Yeah. So we'll talk about like our our trip because I think this is some, something that we can kind of actually shoehorn into the discussion around like traveling in general with your companion. Yes. Which is something that is a big step for a lot of relationships, and this is, this is a step that we we took. I wouldn't say late into our relationship, but like later than I thought. It was like almost two years into our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about Hawaii. Um. <laughs> Aloha oi. Aloha oi. That's all I got. That's all you got? Okay. <laughs> Everybody missed that I was doing. <laughs> all- we need a video component to this. Okay. People need to see my greatness. I know. Because I just did a little like hula you're, dance. You're on it. You're on it. Okay. Like, as long as I'm off camera, I don't, I don't like to be photographed. No. If you if you already know that. We have to the, be on the it together. Instagram stories. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, we were in Hawaii for two weeks. Uh, the first week we were in... Oahu. Oahu. Uh, specifically Honolulu, which is the capital of Hawaii. And the second week we were in Kauai. Not Kauai. It's Kauai. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Which is, I believe, the smallest island in the archipelago. 
Alan Kane. No, um, it's not the smallest. It's not? Uh-uh. It's Maui smaller? Or, like, the smallest populated Alan. Oh. Because like, there's the other Alan that's, like... Lanai, I think, is smaller. Lanai? Oh, okay. I don't know. Neil, anyway. get a map. Don't ask me. I didn't take geography. So, we're in Kauai <laughs> for the following week. <laughs> um... So yeah, we were, we were there, uh, did a little bit of owl hopping, I guess. Not, I mean, from one owl to the yeah. other. Uh, but it was really actually kind of cool because they're, they're two completely distinct islands. Yes. How did we decide on Hawaii? Talk about that. So, I guess... Talk about healing your trauma. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So, my dad is all, like went to Hawaii, and I think he always said that. Hawaii and Honolulu specifically is like New York of a beach. It's just crowded and traffic. But you wanted to go. I wanted to trip. go. I mean, I, I wanted to go. I, I've never been to Hawaii. Tell the story, Winston. I don't, People were like... I, I don't know what story I'm telling. <laughs> we did rehearse this. So I'm here to help you. So the... Isn't this what happened? Your dad was like, I'm going to Hawaii. And you were like, cool... I'm going too, and your mom was like, no, we're not going, you're not getting on a plane, and you were just jealous, and your dad was just in... No, that wasn't the story. Oh. I was never, I was never slated to go. Oh. It was just my dad and my mom, oh. and my mom didn't want to get on the plane, so oh. my dad went by himself. I don't know, we, we should share the story out to the world, <laughs> but... There's always editing. Yes. But I was never, I was never slated to go to Hawaii and living on the East Coast, Hawaii, you know, I went, I've been all through the Caribbean, um, Hawaii is just, it's a 10 hour flight and it was just never a thing. You just never went. Yeah, I just never went. Yeah. But I was always fascinated But by you it. knew your dad went. Yeah, my, my dad went. Um, and, and even though he was like, oh, it's just New York at a, at a beach, you were like, mm, but I got to see it. Yeah, but it took me, you know, what, like almost 30 something years yeah to make that that commitment <laughs> because again how I'm old like, are you i 24 yeah um <laughs> but but again you know just being on the on the east coast like you know being able to fly to the caribbean in two hours mm -hmm. you know hawaii is just like not something that's on our radar and i had been before but i was also a teenager and it wasn't for very long my mom ran a marathon she ran the the AIDS marathon in Hawaii and I went and we just went to Oahu we did an island hop and I had friends there so I got to experience some of the local flavor but I didn't like you know I wasn't an adult so this was definitely a different trip. And Lauren was kind of talking a big game about Hawaii. No, I wasn't. You were just kind you of like. You said that. I wasn't talking a big game. You're I was like, just telling you. You've never been to Hawaii? I was like, no. <laughs> but I was just telling you. I'm like, who goes to Hawaii? <laughs> anyway. It's a lovely state. It, it's a really, it, it's a very interesting state. I mean, let's talk about our impressive. Our, our our impression of Hawaii. Yes. Okay, you go first. Okay, no, I, <laughs> I, I didn't really know what to expect um, 
you know, I, I've kind of seen Hawaii, like, in media and things like that. It's a super interesting state. And I actually did some research. I went into a YouTube wormhole <laughs> one night. It's a very interesting way it became a state, too, which I don't know if we want to get into that, but... Do, do your research. Stay woke. Stay woke. Hashtag stay woke. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like a very interesting combination of, you know, Polynesian culture and Asian culture, but also like American culture. And I think the American culture is very kind of pres- present, but not in a lot of ways. Um, and also, too, there, I guess there's a lot of Japanese there. So, you know, you, you can go to a 7-Eleven and it's almost kind of like the 7-Eleven in Japan where they have these like amazing like Asian snacks like spamasubi and like buns and things like that mm-hmm. which is really cool uh, that you can't get in like in the mainland I guess uh, so it's just like it's a really interesting combination the uh, one we went to did they have like hot dogs and like, I don't know I wasn't looking for it I wasn't it, looking so. for it but you know like in the in the place of like the hot dogs and all that stuff yeah. that, you, that you get in like regular like not regular but like in the mainland 7-Elevens you get these like you know like these buns and you get these like spambasubis and you get like all this like amazing cheap great like yeah. Asian inspired food so great which is incredible <laughs> um so yeah, like that, uh, but the, also too, like the contrast between Kauai and like Oahu is like really interesting too, where, um, you know, Honolulu is, is just a, a city in a lot of ways. It's like a thriving, you know, metropolitan city, kind yeah. of more comparable, to, like people compare it to New York. It's it's more comparable to LA, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Oahu, I mean, Kauai is, reminds me a lot of Alabama, <laughs> where I grew it up. Did. <laughs> We were on these roads, we rented a car, and I don't know how to drive, so Winston's driving, thank goodness, because even if I did know how to drive, I don't drive in those backwoods, that, that's great, it was, it was like, it was dark, and it was just single, single lane, so you're going one way, or you're going the other way, and that's it, and sometimes it turned into just one lane, and yeah. you gotta like, pause and wait for five to seven cars to pass and then you can go like what or that one time where like i'm on the one lane bridge and i see this truck like <gasps> blasting down and i had to back up oh my gosh <laughs> so I yeah have anxiety about this just <laughs> thinking about it so, like yeah so Kauai is like very rural um it's very like sparsely populated and it has these you know no interstate highways you know, so there's just this one road that goes around the island, and once you get up to the North Shore, it's basically, like, one-lane bridges everywhere, which is kind of, I don't understand, yeah. because there's all these two-lane roads, and then there's, like, all the bridges are one lane, so, like, don't, <laughs> don't understand it. Um, and, you know, yeah, at, at night, there's no street lighting, so it's super dark at night, so it's, it's, it's a huge contrast. I'm surprised you didn't, like, Google why it is that there's the single-lane bridges. I haven't, yeah, I haven't got around to it. I will, I will get around to it, because it's really <laughs> fascinating. Like, what, like, why did y'all stop here? Why? Why, guys? <laughs> um, but yeah, especially when you get to the North Shore, like, the, the roads are super narrow. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's what you think about when you think about a tropical island. Yes. Uh, whereas like Honolulu is you know interstate highways everywhere. It's just it's it's L A. in a lot of ways. 
Um, I also want to say, like, as far as impressions are concerned, I felt much more welcomed on Oahu than I did on Kauai. Um, There were, like, things that we wanted to do. And maybe this is just because we we had kind of built-in tour guides and the people that we stayed with. Um, shout out to the Johnsons. Thanks so much for hosting us. Um, but everywhere that we went, like, I, I didn't feel like I was out of place. On Kauai, I felt very out of place. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the other thing about Kauai, too. It truly kind of shocked me was, I think, the way that, like, the Pinterest board looks. It's this mythical island yeah. that it's kind of undiscovered. And when you get there, like, that's not the case. It's basically kind of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of resorts there. So there's a lot of people who come strictly to come to the resorts, basically. So you get a lot of travelers that are just kind of, this is their, their only vacation. And also, too, like, there's a lot of people who, like, take their, their families, mm-hmm. you know. And not, not just, like, their kids, but their, their cousins are coming, their uncles are coming. So it's like, so I, I think it was, it was kind of a shock for me. Um, it wasn't as I don't know like yeah I, I definitely didn't feel as welcome in, in Kauai I, I definitely felt more of a as an outsider in a, in a weird way just because I think I was looking for more organic and more kind of authentic experiences and yeah. those were a little bit harder to find on Kauai like shockingly um, there's a lot of like I said resorts there and hotels there so they kind of cater to that demographic and that crowd um whereas in yeah oahu like yeah it's it's completely you can find your your space a little bit easier Mm -hmm. um yeah i was definitely not expecting just like all of the tourists (laughs) (laughs) quite we wanted to be around no people yeah that was the goal it was like no people please we 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 had that happen for us a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, we went to that one beach, and we were kind of, like, one of the few people there. Yeah. Oh, but it took us an hour and something. To get out there. To get out there. Yeah, and it's not really a beach that a lot of people go to, because there's nothing really around there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and that's the thing, too. I mean, we, we haven't talked about the beaches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... We went to a lot of beaches. We went to a lot of beaches. More than I thought we would. Yeah. Thank you so much. I yeah. needed those. Um, you can go to a different beach every day, basically. Yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense. You're on the island. But, it's like... Great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can really, like, switch it up. But when we started, like, really putting in the planning for this, Winston was like, you can have your beach time when we're on Oahu. But when we go to Kauai... You gotta bring hiking shoes. We're going hiking every day, and I was like, "Okay, okay, we can go hiking." I was never. I never. I don't think I intended to go like hike, hike with you. Like I, I did want. There... I wanted to make sure you understood. I wasn't sure if you knew who you married <laughs> at that point. But like on Kauai, there are these really amazing, like just like mountains yeah. and natural experiences that I want to experience. Lots of canyon hikes. Like, yeah. And so mountain hikes. There, you know, Kauai has beaches, but I think they're no more for like their rainforests and their, their mountain hikes and 
um, their mountain ranges and things like that. And I kind of wanted to experience that. Um, we got to experience We got that. to experience that. We did. We were supposed to experience the Nepali coast. And that experience got canceled. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we, I thought it was a good balance. I mean, we were able to go to the beaches and then, you know, we went to the gardens. That little, like, it wasn't really a hike. It was kind of a trail around the gardens, which I thought was a really good compromise. Because uh, it wasn't like a true hike. But it was still, you still got, got to experience nature. And I understand, like, you don't like experiencing nature but i understand why it's not that i don't like experiencing nature it's that nature has some strange affinity towards me <laughs> that i don't want <laughs> a strong dislike like yes we could go to the gardens but i need to be in three layers of Buck repellent, like, and I don't like how that smells, and I have to put it on my face, oh, and no. sometimes it gets on my lips, and then you don't want to kiss me, and if you do kiss me, it tastes like poison. Like, these are all things. <laughs> I don't think I like. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think I, I kissed you and said, "Oh, you taste like poison." No, I, I, I'm not saying that that's uh, what you said. Uh, I'm saying that that is like part of the anxiety uh, and the okay. dislike around. It could be like Romeo and Juliet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so let's talk about some highlights of the trip. Like, what was your favorite highlight? Um, my favorite highlight. Oh, I wrote this question and then I don't have an answer. Um, let me think. Okay, I can I can go. <laughs> okay. I, I have a couple, a few favorite highlights. Okay, if um, I co-opt one, will you be upset? No, no. <laughs> I I think there's some some highlights we'll agree on. Okay. Um, my favorite beach was was it Bellows Beach? Yeah. In Oahu. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. White sands. It's on the North Shore. There's a part of the beach that's on uh, Air Force Base, military base that we got into because our friends are in the military. I think there's a part of the beach that is public um, that you don't need to be the military to access, but it's really gorgeous and amazing, and it's it has like you know kind of the mountains on the sides. So you kind of get the Hawaii landscape, and it wasn't crowded too, which was great. Um, and then the other highlights were the poke and the spamasubi, um, <laughs> which are two things that like so spamasubi like I my my boy John like turned me on to that like years ago because I used to work at his place and like for lunch he would just make them and I'm like whoa this is a really amazing I didn't know that yeah yeah so I knew about spam and Subi before but I haven't had it since I was in Hawaii last week and I was just like oh man it's, it's like the perfect food it's spam yeah it's sushi rice and it's nori which it's is like, like a little present yeah and it's super cheap you can get them at 7-elevens or like little like bodegas and it's amazing. I'm surprised it's not caught on. Um, I can see my mom's face right now, like, making a really gross, like, what? disgusted face. <laughs> she hates spam. <laughs> I hate spam, too, but, like, you, you grill it up and you, like, put some, um, it's like teriyaki and sugar that sort of caramelizes yeah. and, and crusts up. Like, it's, it's, it's truly amazing. You should try it. And the other thing is a poke. Mm. Um, so the poke in the mainland is just not the same. It's this bastardization of poke. Like in Hawaii, you get really big, thick chunks of fish 
and big chunks of like you know like and, and that's it it's just fish and rice that's basically it yeah on the mainland they try to throw all these toppings on there to disguise the fact that they don't give you any fresh fish <laughs> <laughs> so we have poke a lot we have yes. a lot of poke winston was trying to have poke every day we almost we did. almost did we could have yeah done it. we almost did <laughs> but i realized we should eat some other things <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stuff we kind of missed out but, yeah um so yeah what did that uh, spur your... Um, it helped for my food highlights for a witch. Um, there was an excellent poke that we had. Um, it was in Hanalei Bay at this restaurant called Dolphin. Um, I don't think they like advertise that they're like a poke spot. But they just have like one poke bowl on the... Or they have a few poke bowls on the menu... But it's not, like, meant to be, like, come here for poke. It's just, like, come here to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there are that many other restaurants around. So. Yeah. It's, you'll notice that in a lot of spots in Kauai where it's just, like, you'll have, like, your kind of American menu. Yeah. And, like, and then, like, there might be a poke menu to the side. Anyhow, this poke was so bomb. It was amazing. <laughs> And I was just like on the floor, just begging for it not to end. Um, and then on another poke run, um, I had the most amazing malasada ever. Malasadas are, I guess, to describe it for just everyone listening, it's like just a donut without a hole. Um, but it's a little more dense than your standard donut that you would have, you know, if you were in California and you had a donut. Um, it's just a little more dense than that, but it's not a cake donut. Um, I don't know how they make them. I feel like I should look that up. But the one that we went to is also in Kauai, this place that's just like a little hole in the wall spot. There's nothing really around it. It's not like a tourist destination. No. <laughs> We were just going there to get poke, and I was just like, oh, can you throw a malasada in the bag? And she was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And I didn't know that this was, like, the thing that <laughs> people were getting there. It was just like, I want to have a malasada right now. I've only had one since I've been on Hawaii, and I feel like I wasn't on Hawaii, actually. I was in Hawaii. I was on Oahu when I had two malasadas from, from Leonard's. So I wanted another one, and I was going to have it, and it just so happened to be the best malasada ever. It was a taro malasada, so it's purple inside, and oh my god, it just tasted so good. <laughs> I'm so sad because I was like, babe, we got to go back and get more malasadas. And he's like, yeah, cool, we can just stop by later on this afternoon, you know, early, like later in the morning after we have breakfast. We go in there, and they are out of malasadas for the rest of the day. I was like, when did you run out? Because you opened at 7, and it's now 10.30. And she was like, yeah, about 8 today. I was like, oh, no. And the day before, we got we went to the beach early. So yeah, we, we got, got there, there like, like 7.30. Yeah, 7.30. <laughs> I didn't know. Didn't know. I should have asked. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so we are going back to Kauai just for those two things alone. Oh, I I do want to say a quick shout out to Nanny Nanny Moon Meadery. Yeah. 
That was a highlight too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, like, quick story. I was at the coffee shop. There's a little flyer. It's like Nanny Moon, Moon Meadery. And I was just like shouting to Lauren all day, Mead. Mead. <laughs> we gotta get some mead. <laughs> so mead is honey wine, basically. It's also known as Tej. Yes. So, so if you've ever been to like a Ethiopian restaurant, you might have seen honey wine on the menu. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Like the black people call it honey wine, and the white people call it mead. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know what mead is. The lady that at the on the, the bar was like, "Oh, have you ever had mead before?" I'm like, I don't think so. But Winston says he has. <laughs> and then I was like, mm, it "Tastes like honey wine." And Winston was like, "Yeah, it is honey wine." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Ma'am, ma'am, I'd like to retract my previous statement. I have had mead before. <laughs> but it was, this is different than anything I'd ever seen. Yeah, no, so yeah, and so it's really amazing. They do a lot of crazy, like, stuff with it. There's, like, a coffee-based one. There's, like, one that was, like, a spice. What was it? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like a pepper. Yeah. And then there was the pineapple lime. Yeah. Mm. So they do, it's it's definitely different from like honey wine that you've probably tasted before. Yeah. And we just did it on a whim. And like everybody there was cool except for that one couple. Yeah. Who was just being... <laughs> This was the this was the experience. Uh, this is such a good reminder. Thank you so much for bringing this up because like this is what I was trying to access throughout our vacation, especially on Kauai because we were alone at that point. On Oahu, we had our friends to rely on, but when we got to Kauai, like I'm looking for people to reach out and be friendly and offer the local, you know, news of the day, offer the local flavor and flair, and we didn't really get that very many places but we did get it in Aimu, yeah for sure yeah definitely. That, that lady so, was awesome stephanie stephanie and shout out to stephanie and that nanny, nanny moon like yeah. nanny moon meadery yep yeah go get that mead yep we brought home a we, bottle we brought home a bottle oh um. my gosh <laughs> i can't wait we should open that right now Ooh. okay <laughs> uh so I guess, like, the last question on, on the Hawaii part is, will we return? Yes. Because I want to have the best malasadas on the planet again. <laughs> um, <laughs> suddenly, I'm a malasada expert. I've had three malasadas in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the one malasada. The one I only five. needed the one <laughs> to know that it was the best one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I absolutely intend to return to the state, if not Kauai, definitely the state, because I have, fr- I have friends there, good friends of mine who I don't want to lose touch with. Um, but as far as us as a couple and that, like being a couple's trip, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of torn. Um, I, I had a great time and it's like a really cool state. It's very unique. Um, it's a challenge to get there from the East Coast um, in terms of just flight time and, and, and whatnot. Like I think if I was somewhere on the West Coast position, it was, obviously it's like a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, had a, I had a good time. I mean, the food was great. Um, like, like we were saying, like the hospitality was not there mm-hmm. <laughs> whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't go looking for that. But, you know, if I was on the West Coast and wanted to do like a quick trip, um, I think that's fairly easy to do. And now it's a little bit cheaper. 
um, you know, from the West Coast, it's like maybe 250, 300 round trip on, for a flight. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, I, I definitely want to go back again, but I don't know where this will rank in terms of like places I want to go. Um, but I would, I, if I was rich, I would go and like get like poke and me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And come, spam come soup, back. And come back. Eat it on the, eat it on the plane. Yeah. Order one there. Eat it there. Order one to go. Take it with you. Because I'm I'm definitely poke ruined. Yeah. You know, so I know what you mean. <laughs> so, so yourself. <laughs> um, we should probably kind of wrap up with our thoughts around travel. Um, what was it like traveling with your companion husband yeah i mean this is our third big trip like big big trip like two weeks out with each other you know outside of the continent Mm -hmm. (laughs) big trip um so i feel like we we you know have a little bit of a rhythm um in terms of you know like i guess like um just us being together um what was the question? <laughs> we were talking about you traveling with your companion, with me. Yeah. And what what that. Yeah. I mean, we, we both have a passion for travel. Yeah. And we both, you know, kind of always want to leave the country. So <laughs> I think it's it's been fairly easy. Um, I don't even know really where my passion for travel came from. But I'm sure it's something that you and I discussed early on in our relationship, like, how we enjoy traveling I, I'm I, we talked about like both of us living abroad also um, so there's just like easy indicators right there if the person is not like oh I hated living abroad I'll never do that again it's probably safe to say that they enjoyed it yeah <laughs> and that it was fine you know I was there alo- alone too like when I was when I was in London which was my first my first and only time living abroad but you know i that that was the first time that i also like took it up to travel alone as well so you know i got on a plane by myself and um you know getting that i think experience under my belt before deciding to travel with a a romantic partner um i, I think kind of added to what became our travel mo um you know i'm I kind of leave it to you to do the planning <laughs> when when we're both involved. But I did plan our first our first vacation together. Yeah. So our first vacation, like we were saying before, was, was to Mexico, um, to Riviera Maya. And that was like two years into our relationship. And I don't think it was it took that long because we were scared. I think it was just more of like we were both like <laughs> not rich yeah <laughs> or not not able to to really spend money on on, on travel yeah um, i put that trip on a credit card yeah it, it was it was we had to negotiate some things I naughty remember. naughty yeah so <laughs> to get through a resort we had to like do some things like not, well you know, i had, just, also had that service at work this is a good tip actually for people like you should look into your hr if you work at a company and you're like in a nine to five look into like your hr benefits because sometimes there are like things that people aren't taking advantage of my current job we have um 
kind of portals that you can sign into and, and get discounts on travel and cruises. Like I always get emails for like cruise discounts. But um, the job that I was working at when we went to Mexico, they had like a whole concierge service. So <laughs> you think that I planned it, but I didn't. <laughs> I just, I outsourced it. <laughs> to somebody who that was their entire job and they did it for no cost so they were like okay here are some options for resorts and here are the fees here's one that you have to stay a minimum of four nights but uh we called and negotiated for you so you can get the four night rate for three nights and i was like oh that's great (laughs) and i didn't really have to do anything or lift a finger so as long as the details are out of my hands winston and i actually work really well together as travel partners (laughs) (laughs) well and and when that's not the case i'm the planner Mm -hmm. and i actually thoroughly love and enjoy planning travel yeah um i remember i was having a conversation with a co-worker and they're like oh i got i'm going somewhere i hate it i hate like having to figure out what to do and like booking flights and blah blah and i'm the complete opposite i thoroughly enjoy like planning travel yeah um i thoroughly enjoy researching reading you know i create pinterest boards i research like what's you know the best things to do and like i tell lauren all this all all the times like i want to maximize my experience yeah i want to make sure that i'm hitting on you know not really even all the top tourist destinations but they like i want to make make sure i'm having like magical experiences Mm -hmm. (laughs) as much as possible Mm -hmm. so i put a lot of time and research into it um and just the travel like process as well you know i don't really I don't really like staying in airports, you know, so maximizing and like streamlining like the time I'm in the airport, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and now we have like lounge access and so making sure like all that's set up and we're, we're in airports that have lounges and if not, like how can, what's the latest we can get to the airport <laughs> so we don't have to sit around and wait. So like I, I thoroughly enjoy doing a lot of that stuff and you say that that's because I'm a Virgo. It is. <laughs> You're the biggest Virgo on the planet. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> anyone who's interested in astrology even a little bit knows that. Um, yes, and, and where, where you have challenge, I would, a challenge I would say is where I really pick up, like being flexible when things go wrong, <laughs> figuring out like the 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 plan for when there is you know when there is no plan or suddenly your plan has been blown up to bits like i'm the person that kind of steps in to be supportive in that area to um, move forward with something that you know may not have been the plan a um (laughs) we wrote here on our little notes that lauren is the queen of everything else um, and by we wrote that, I mean I wrote that. But I really am. I, I feel like it works. Like, you take care of the details and plan out the whole kind of itinerary. And I plug in the holes. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. And, and one, of the things, one of the reasons why I do kind of take the lead in planning is because I want your experience to be, like, carefree as well you know i want you to kind of 
uh, maximize your experience and, and, you know, not have to worry about uh, certain things. Yes. And I think, you know, it makes me happy to see that you're happy and you're content and you don't have to worry about, like, you know, some of the travel-related things. Um, and, I, and I feel like that's, so, that's my strength, you know, trying to figure out those logistics. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so... Um, you would look so cute on a video right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> we should do it. Okay. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. That's what got, that's what got us in trouble last time. <laughs> no promises, people. No promises. No promises, yeah. We should do it. We should do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just getting back to travels couple i i do think you know um yeah you should have some experience solo travel before you maybe make that leap um and maybe it's a discussion around where you want to go what travel means to you in terms of like what what experiences that you want to get out of it um i think those are very important i think we we kind of did that like subconsciously Mm -hmm. (laughs) we didn't really have that discussion but i do feel like we kind of fell into um, the roles and I think with this trip we I think I realized I like being a bit more active maybe um, as opposed to just maybe laying on the beach every day <laughs> um, so I think you know just trying to find that balance too um, is very important so probably our next trip will be like a city a city trip yeah I mean we've done a lot of city trips and I think we want for this trip we want to do a little bit more like you know I wouldn't say lazy, but, you know, a little bit more chill. Um, and I'm realizing that I don't know if I want to be chill every day. It's because you're a Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I think towards the end of the, 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 the trip, I was, like, getting a little bit bored sitting on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I read, mm-hmm. like, one of my books, and I started trying to read another book, and also realizing that I need to be in a mental headspace that was not <laughs> yeah. to read any more books. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, ah, okay. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, I think, but these are important things to know, and these are important things to discuss um, if you're in a relationship and you're looking to travel. And just find a compromise. Like, it's okay that one person might want, you know, to laze about more, and one person may not want to laze about so much. But if you can, you know, have one trip that's a laze about trip. And then one trip that's not so lazy, then it's fine. Like, yeah. You and just have to you have to figure out what works for you. Like nobody should be in a in in a relationship that's successful. All of the one that I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that you know, but this also applies to friendships. Like no one should be just so dug in and stuck in their ways that they can't. Um, you know, seek out ways to help their partner to have a positive vacation experience as well. Yeah. And I do want to add too, one thing we didn't do on this trip, just because we kind of needed to drive everywhere, but, you know, there might be opportunities where even on the same trip as a couple, like we've done different things, you know, like sometimes like you will want to stay in in a hotel and I'll want to go out to explore. So there's opportunities there where it's like, you know, even if you're on the same trip, like there might be a day or a few hours where, like, you do things on on a solo basis as well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else we want to say? We should probably wrap up. 
Okay. <laughs> That's a wrap then. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks for coming back to us. <laughs> <laughs> and we recommend Hawaii. We recommend Nani Moon Meadery. Yes. And Hanalei Bay Dolphin Restaurant. And Konohiki Foods. Yes. For the best malasadas in life. Oh, you're giving out the secret. And <laughs> if you're there and you get those malasadas, just bring one back to me. I will say, yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> Plain taro malasadas. Sounds good. Well, you, you all know where to find us. If you want to see some pictures and photos from our Hawaii vacation, um, they're on This Is Married and also our personal Instagrams. So, This Is Stone and Lala on the Run. I made a um, highlight for Hawaii on This Is Married. So, you can watch our highlight. Yeah. And uh, we will be back. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. So be on the lookout for new podcasts and, and new episodes as we start the fall season. And don't forget to follow us and spread the word. Bye. Bye. Bye.